<laughs> Episode 420. This is no time Nine. to be quiet and be calm. No. We be are loud. loud and proud. Yes, we are. Well, not so proud, actually, of white people. No. Just <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we are loud. Opposite. But real loud <laughs> and then, like, going to talk about it. But, yes. Oh, how you How's doing, Sarah, Sarah? today? Oh, look at us just talking all over each other and asking the same thing. <laughs> you go first. I am feeling good, mm-hmm. feeling inspired, mm. um, just getting back on track, um, started to read again, <gasps> feeling good about that. Yes. That was like a month where I was like, no, I can't do it. And then now I'm like having to catch up. Yes. What are you mm-hmm. reading right now? What's on the, what are you, what are you flipping through? Well, I just finished our book club book for this month, which was Lindy West's The Witches Are Coming, mm-hmm, which was a mm-hmm. series of essays that were great. And then I chose another book for our book club as a bonus pick, which of course is White Fragility. Yes. And I'm doing a bonus meeting with them oh, cool. to talk about it. Everyone was oh, real into it. Oh my gosh. That's super cool. Cause guess what? I read it too. This might be the like actual it? first month. Well, I'm halfway through. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. And it's a quick read to it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this might be the first month that I read all three books. I'm so excited. So everybody should probably join if you have not joined already because, like, there's a lot to talk about. Our book club is great. Um, we do a monthly meeting, and um, the group of people that are in it are so great. And then we changed it so that you can choose your price. So no matter what you can afford, you can join, yes. even if it's $1. And it's just a really nice supportive group, and we just keep learning and growing, and I love it. Yes, I love it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love how we do it on Zoom now. We can see everybody. Yeah, yes, and like yes, people can yes, turn their mic on yes. in their um, video if they choose, or they can just be watching if they like that better, or whatever. Yes. Well, that makes me really happy, but Susie, mm-hmm. I have some yeah. news that makes me really sad. I mean, not really <laughs> okay. super sad, but it's just you told me this. Uh, uh, this must be, gosh, months ago now, where you came at me with similar or the same info, and I was like, no, no, I don't believe it. And now okay. researchers have like ugh, more data Confirmed. to confirm that house plants can't purify the air, and I'm really mad about it. <laughs> why? Okay, why did we believe that they could, and now everyone's saying they can't? What okay, happened? I'm with so these glad plants? you asked. So, in most of the experiments that they ever do with these plants, they use the they use uh, uh, sealed containers, and they used. Uh, um, you know, yeah, sealed chambers. They would put the plant mm-hmm. in there. They would measure what they call VOCs, those volatile organic compounds that, you know, people talk about. It's all like the stuff that's uh, uh, like flame retardants on, on, you know, fabric and couches and yeah. things like that. And so they would put, they would inject like the air with the VOCs in there and then they'd put the plant in and then they'd seal okay. it off and we'd measure how much it, you know, t- how much uh, uh, okay. uh, it like got rid of it. And it, turns out that the median air cleaning rate of like a regular plant is about 0.81 cubic feet per plant per hour. And so the problem here that what people that like the the thing is do they clear the air? Yes. Do they clear it at a rate that would do any sort of benefit to you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Because all of those sealed chambers, we don't have we don't live in a sealed chamber. No, we don't. We have the circulating air and the other thing that I didn't even think about, all of the things that have VOCs or are volatile organic compounds on them, like paint and cleaners and air fresheners, they continue to release the VOCs. So the plants yeah. have to be cleaning more than the VOCs are putting out. And this, this one blew my freaking mind. So across <laughs> all the studies that they did, the, and I told you that the cube, just for reference, again, 0.81 cubic feet per plant per hour is like what yeah. the plant will do. A typical air purifier cleaning rate, 3,500 cubic feet per hour. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right? Oh, that's awful I news. know. That, like, that oh, is like, man. oh, my gosh. I Yeah, oh, my gosh. Buckle up, because I got a whole bunch of depressing Buckle stuff up. like that for you. This. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, not all, 
but I am going to tell you about some recycling things that you think you're doing <laughs> that are good, but you're actually not. And I've oh, fallen. God. I'm guilty of every single one, but ugh. Wow, you're really bringing in some bad, bad news oh, here. Oh, but I do have happy news too. But what ifs? You know, come on. I have to like, you know, like, like, I, there's balance. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. But one of the things that made me the most uh, upset about the article is that, or where I was really like, I'm like, okay, yes. So that's super depressing and sad because like you need literally like 4,000 plants to do what an air purifier yeah. does. And, oh, my God, imagine the bugs and the watering and everything that would come with that. Oh, God, I can't. Um, <laughs> 4,000 plants. 4,000. Right? Oh, my gosh. I pro- How many plants do you think you have in your house? Probably 30. Oh, you have more than that. You think? No, you know what? You have big ones. Yeah, they're, they grow and they're very bushy. Yes. Yeah, see, I got like a bunch of little guys. I need to get on board with what you're doing and, and get that. <laughs> well, so I don't see jealous. why, though. It's apparently not helping anything. Well, but, okay, this is what I was mad about in the article. Because the, like, the, <laughs> last, uh, 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 the last paragraph says, um, you know, that those windowsill succulents and that drooping snake plant your sister gave you are little more (laughs) than aspirational ornaments. And I was like, hang on a sec. What do you mean little more? Because (laughs) let's talk about the secondary gains or like the other benefits that come from having houseplants. Like we said in the episode when I was talking about all of the things that boost your mood. Yeah. For mental health, I don't know how they could say it's just sort of a a secondary whatever. Right. So I was mad about that. And I was like, this is like one of those <laughs> things where if I were a retired old broad, I would a hundred percent write the, write the magazine. Cause this was in discover Why? magazine. I don't know. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> you're, I don't know. Cause I think it, it's, it's discouraging the, the, if somebody read that and they were very factual, very like, you know, I'm thinking about my brother who like, he reads something and he's like, yep, that, yep. There you go. And he would read this and be like, yep, don't need any plants anymore. Get rid of them all. Yeah. And, okay. And, that would and you like, feel like no everyone should wait. have plants? I feel like they need to know that they're like, maybe plants did not do the job that we thought they would in purifying the air. Yeah. But they have many other, I just feel like they... I'm coming to the defense of plants over here. And as, as like they're plants, not getting enough credit. Yeah. As plants unofficial mm-hmm. PR person, um, <laughs> I would like well, to say they were like falsely or, or wrongly uh, uh, portrayed in this article. <laughs> yeah. We don't need plants to be maligned. I do feel like it's weird. Have you ever met anyone who just hates plants? No. That's containing animals. I, who are these right, that's monsters? What, <laughs> well, in my, I was just talking to my friend Cassie, and she was saying that she doesn't like music. I've heard I, of these people. Yes, I I've heard of them. I but know. What is Can, wrong tell with me, you? Tell, please, what's happening? Tell, what did you tell me? You got to the bottom. I guess. Of I guess for some people, it just doesn't move them in the way that it does for, for others. But I just can't imagine it because it's such an emotional experience. And in general, I mean, that's why you see music at like religious services and stuff, because it brings people together and creates a mood and um, makes you feel transcendent. Mm-hmm. So when you meet someone that's like, yeah, I don't feel it. I'm like, what do you mean? Okay. This is going to be a weird question that I don't know if you could answer for her, but if you were okay. to rate her mind body connection on like a scale of one to 10, you know, like mm. 10 being like those people who could like ride a bicycle with no hands and could like, <laughs> you know, do a, do a handstand. So like Ren, he's like a 10. Okay. And like I seven wouldn't... is like your yoga person who, but maybe can't ride a bicycle with no hands. Or maybe yoga's mm-hmm. 10, you know, beginner yoga. I mean, she does do yoga. Because I was wa- I'm thinking exercises. maybe if there isn't like that strong of, like that isn't as strengthened, then maybe you wouldn't, I don't know. I'm trying to, this is one of those Sarah's Got a Theory things. I'm trying to think about why. Like how it could be possible. Or maybe do you have like a negative experience with Oh, I'll ask her. I'll could ask that her. be it? I'm sure You're like, I could. Yeah, I went to a bad NSYNC concert <laughs> and I said, never again. <laughs> what a- right. <laughs> she heard one too many boy band songs. Right. Oh my god. I don't gosh. know, man, but it feels like that with plants too. Like, okay, maybe they don't clean the air, but yeah. I mean, the benefits in terms of mood right. and just mental health, 
seem to be universal. Yeah, maybe they're overstated, the benefit, but yeah. like for other things. But those, I totally, totally agree. And yeah, music is one where I've heard people because because like nobody goes like mm, I don't like looking at pretty things. <laughs> exactly. Or like I don't like tasting good food. Why yeah, is right. it, why are we that why is that a sense that so No, but I do know I do know some people that are like I don't care about food. Like they are just as happy with like Wonder oh, Bread on, you know that I as do they know are with that, Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe there's like an <laughs> introvert extrovert thing going on here. Could that be mm. another one? Is she more Maybe. introverted? No. Oh, no. Well, that we're going to have to have her on the show. <laughs> that just ruins my whole theory. Okay, well, look at that. That's why they're, they're hypotheses. hypotheses. Yeah, we got to keep working on it. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> That's a real good one. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Oh, okay. So, Suze, do yes. you want to hear about... Mm. Mm, oh, my gosh. I have so many exciting things. Uh, the debate about the contents of a 13,000-year-old grave and, oh. or how we evolved to be data-hungry screen addicts. Oh, my God. Or um, a poop knife story. Oh, my God. I it's... should have said a feces fable. <laughs> Decision. It's Sophie's choice, but you're going to hear about all of them, so you might as well just. You're just I choosing am going over. to choose the grave burial because I love, Ooh. like, because I, you know, I'm afraid of being buried alive. So yes, this could be yes. interesting. Yes. Okay. Well, this one you don't have to worry about quite as much. However, there is a it's a heated debate. I don't know how heated because, like, these guys are a bunch of nerds. So what does this really mean? <laughs> heated debate. <laughs> they called it a science smackdown. I was like, mm, what do you mean? Like, they sent yeah. an, he sent a, a an email that worth a few words in caps so <laughs> yes so this is a, a a debate over the contents of this cave grave that was found in israel and there's hmm. one team that claims that what they found was the oldest history or the oldest uh, 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 proof of beer and then another Ooh. team that's like no that's just where they made some bread Oh, yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. So they looked at a whole bunch of of like this the the I would call them like specifications of these little holes. So they were it was these three holes that were roughly ten inches in diameter, and they were carved directly into the cave floor. And they had all these like little scratches in them that were probably from like a wooden pestle. So they know that there was like some damage, and they know that there was proof of mashing and heating and fermenting and so one team Mm. the team that is like oh yeah it's definitely booze was like these are all the steps in alcohol production and then also there were two funnel shaped stones that had traces of like legume and flax and evidence that were all like things that were beer ingredients and this person's like definitely beer this is the earliest discovery of beer ever heck yeah we're so excited then okay. the other team is like oh hell no that's just all bread stuff and they were like <laughs> these narrow shaped vessels were too deep or too narrow for storage and they were just designed for grinding bar- barley into flour and they said mm-hmm. some he likened the the and this is his quote he says he likens their focus on these artifacts to studying a tree when the idea is to understand the forest and what do you think he meant by mm. that because um, it was kind of a quick art, and that's like all. And I was like, mm, I would. I was trying to think about what is that like. You're looking too 
You're not looking yeah, at I would everything, say, right? Yeah, I would say he's trying. He's criticizing that this is simply um, one piece of the puzzle, and so we don't have the context for knowing more than we know. Yeah, and he also said all the starches and the stuff found in there were just things that for food that fermented naturally and accidentally. And I was like, okay, uh-huh. well, that's not as fun. Well, what do you think it is? What's your vote? So the other thing, the, the, the thing that made me kind of go for, choose the side that I did was that it's mm-hmm. in a grave. So it's in a tomb. And the right. baking guy, he says that that's because like they, the bread, they were like bread machines that were positioned over the burial that it, to represent that they were like feeding the dead. But then I was like, wouldn't you more uh, rather, wouldn't you, like, I'd rather be wor- buried with fucking booze. So well, how do we know that he, they weren't, like, being like, hey, we'd like to send you off a little tipsy. <laughs> right. To me, so it I'm could on be team either booze. one. Right. Okay, so you think booze. Yeah. Huh. I guess I was leaning more toward bread only because it would have been the oldest yeah. known Right. So then it makes it like I'm certain they were already eating bread. So it's just more likely. Yeah. But <sighs> I hope it was beer. Yeah. And this one, I think now that you said that really kind of because I didn't even think about that. But, you know, maybe because I, I wanted so badly to believe, which I don't know why. <laughs> and there was part of me that was like, why do people who love like, you know, beer always care about like. They really care. Yeah, they really care. So I thought maybe it's that. I was like, maybe this is one of those like bathtub brewers who's like real. I mean, and he also <laughs> right. happens to be an archaeologist. Um, it's just confirmation mm-hmm, bias mm-hmm. where he wants to believe it real bad. Yeah, but the uh, uh, the 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 uh, uh, global use of like uh, uh, alcohol or like production of alcohol was only four thousand years ago. When we started seeing that, and globally. how old is this? Thirteen thousand. So, oh come on, I Sarah. I know they were making bread. <sighs> I want to believe. <laughs> well, I'm sure that alcohol was a very early discovery. Yeah, you know, because we have needs over here, right? But I mean, thirteen thousand years ago. Thir- yeah. Uh, Although to be, you know what? Yeah, I'm thank you. Walking this, I'm walking this back. Because... I love this. Look at <laughs> this. Is like oh, how the, the how the roles have shifted here. Usually it's what? me who's like oh, I think I've changed my mind completely. Well, because let's see, if you left fruit somewhere long enough, exactly. eventually, you know, on its own, I'm never going to get bread unless. I have a recipe and it's like complicated. Yes. And haven't mm. we even seen like monkeys eating fermented fruit that Yeah, is they all- get real into uh, it. Yay. So look at this. Team team booze is getting even strong. Uh, <laughs> yet another thing to write the editor about. <laughs> right. You're that person. Oh my gosh. Would you ever do that? <sighs> like what if you saw um, incorrect information and you were like or they they there's something that's also in your field and you specialize in. I specialize yeah, in none of the things that I wanted to write in about so far. So. I guess I would write to make a correction, but I wouldn't write probably out of rage. You know, yeah. I would just cancel my subscription or something like that. <gasps> really? Well, if I was really mad, if they said something offensive, you know? Oh, offensive. Right. No, but I mean, yeah. I'm not offended by the thing in the airplane. No. <laughs> A thing in the plan, plan article. You're just annoyed. Despite my my tone, I sound like this about pretty much. This is how I sound about cars that drive too fast down my street. Yeah, you, I do like that about you, though. You're very passionate. I I am very passionate. Oh my gosh! Speaking of which, the other night, Ren and I are sitting out on our balcony. And we have, like, specific spots that we sit in. Like, I usually sit in one chair. He usually sits in the other. And I don't know <laughs> why we did this, but we switched spots for, like, the first time ever. And mm-hmm. it was right as the sun was going down. And Ren is usually, like, he is not an overreactor. He's not somebody right. who's, like, jumpy. I mean, I get startled every single time he walks in a room. I'm like, <gasps> and, and he, he really says, he's like, so I don't know how to walk in a room any quieter without startling you. I'm like, this is just how I am. And Bo's the same. So he's like, all the women in my life are very jumpy. Aww. But, yes, it's real funny. So that being said, he's not jumpy, not easily startled. We're out on the balcony. This is like two nights ago, three nights ago. 
out of nowhere, he jumps up and screams. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my And can't even speak and is just pointing. And I'm like, what the heck? What the? And I'm looking at him, like, like panicking, like, oh, my God, what sure. is happening? Like, I, yeah. I'm thinking, is a plane going down? And my dumbass, <laughs> I don't even think to turn around and look. He said he saw the most beautiful and long meteor or i don't even know meteor i still the debate's out meteor asteroid comet whatever falling i guess meteor he said and then when it hits the ground it's a meteorite but falling through the atmosphere sparkly he said it was like sparkling like nothing he had ever seen before and it was so cool and then jealous me too and i was like describe (laughs) it describe every single little thing and then i was like go figure the one time we switched spots I wonder, maybe if you Google it, you could find a video of it. Well, because like, I'm sure there's enthusiasts, right? So here's the thing. This is where it starts <laughs> to get real crazy. So okay. I did Google this. And when, when well, f- first, Ren gets like right on it. And he's like, and there are other reports. People are like, wow, I just saw like the, the most amazing shooting right. star ever. So now a few days have gone by and I was thinking like, oh, I want to talk about this. and I want to tell Susie about this. It was so cool. So I Google it this morning and I'm like trying to look for information on it. And this article comes up that says uh, uh, that meteor, that comet you thought you saw or that meteor you thought you saw was actually a Hollywood stunt. And I'm like, what? And so I click on it and it says that Red Bull was doing a an event in uh, I don't know why celebration of the mo- the red moon that we had. Oh yeah, and the that, blood moon, the blood mo- blood moon, and so they went up to four thousand feet in a helicopter, and they it was four, three or four guys who jumped out of a helicopter in squirrel suits and like those flying suits, <laughs> and they had pyrotechnics like strapped to them, and they went like fast and 120 miles per hour and were designed to like look like a comet shooting through space. But then I was like, wait a sec, this is from <laughs> March 19th. So that was okay. way back then from March 19th. And then when I try to find any info on the thing that happened the other night, nothing. Huh. What's that about? Yeah, that's really weird. I know. Because you would think like hobbyists, you know, all these people. Oh, like I can't just find anything. Guy. Also, as an aside, um, Red Bull annoys me. <laughs> me too. Come on. Oh, good. Please. No, I'm I didn't fully, think you were going to say oh, that. Oh, for sure. It's like jackass, like got, <laughs> like like got a sponsor, you know? And they're uh, yes, it's like annoying white guys. It a hundred percent is. Doing dumb shit. Dumb shit. I, it, it's, it's the, you know what? They should sponsor the show The Kings of Pain. Exactly. It's the same guys. In fact, check mm-hmm. to see if it is. Or maybe this is like all just... Their lives are so easy, they have to create stress. Yeah. Through, like jumping off buildings and stuff. Or from the freaking stratosphere. Right, in this case, yeah. No, come remember on. that guy who jumped out in a space shoot? In a yeah, space I hate suit? that guy. Oh, I mean, come on. It, just the idea of squirrel suiting. Like, you're, I mean. It's, I didn't know it was called a squirrel suit. Yeah, like, a, I mean, I think. Is, I don't know squirrel. if that's a technical term. It totally looks like but, a flying squirrel. Yeah. And I know two mm-hmm. people who do that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Are they annoying? Crazy. Uh, not, or no. do you like them? I like them. Oh, and okay. also, Seen one them. that I never even knew did that. And it was, like, super humble. I mean, if I did that, I'd be like. Oh, shouting it from the rooftop. Well, as I'm jumping <laughs> off the rooftops, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally shouting, everybody, look at me! <laughs> yeah, or I could just add pyrotechnics to me like these guys, but, God you know. damn. Yeah, Don't I know. do it. Don't be one of those people. I would never, and it really is. I don't know who I was talking to about this. I was like, dumb shit that, like, who, this is so, so, how bored do you have to be? To that's what I'm saying. Your shit? life is too easy if you have to create you know, excitement that way. Except there is one thing that I, but (sighs) I am down for this because it's absolutely hilarious. And I have been before and I absolutely loved it. The Red Bull Flutog. I don't know. Have you heard of this? What's a flute? 
Flute dog? Flute dog. I believe it's, oh. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a made-up word, like F-L-U <laughs> with the two little dots over it. I don't know what that, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they like, I don't know if it's a real word or if they made it up or if it's like Ikea, a name of Ikea furniture, <laughs> something <laughs> right. like that. But uh, it's teams that design a uh, uh, a man-powered, like, flying contraption and they go <laughs> off of the side of the Santa Monica pier into the ocean and it's hilarious and they all fall and it's all terrible and it's all all right if, if it's a, terrible that's fine oh it's it's and it's so funny and it's just like okay. and they get real serious you know and it, it's kind of like they're announcing it like it's an Olympic diving you know and they're like all right <laughs> the team from Hooters oh, okay. is taking the giant chicken wing and like you know and they're like it'll be all like right. that and that oh so funny cracks me up I'll allow it she'll allow it people man that sunset is gorgeous Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, what do you want to hear about next? Some well, next poop? I need to hear about the poop night. I mean, Suze, this, if this article didn't have me from the first sentence, <laughs> I don't know what... You had art- me at poop night. Well, let me tell you what the first line of this article okay. is. This is a tale about a poop knife. I'm like, mm. I'm in. How did you find this? Did someone send it to you? No, it was in Discover Magazine. <laughs> We're so blessed today. Right? Okay, so thank this you, is, Discover. Thank you so much. This is so hilarious. So okay. there Wait, yes, should we yes. give the backstory of our oh, obsession with yes, poop knives? Absolutely. Please tell the okay. people. This is my I think it was through Reddit mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where someone was just talking about this device that they have at their house that they keep in the bathroom or somewhere for when you have a BM that's extra large and you're afraid <laughs> you're going to clog the toilet. And so you get out your poop knife and then you cut up the poop in the toilet to ensure proper disposal. Yes. yes. And this device is, you know specific to this task, which led to a a lot of conversation among Sarah and I about what's happening with your bowel movements. And, and then we find out this is pretty common. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We had, we weren't sure if it was metal or plastic or like a, almost like a chopstick style. I still say, oh my God, somebody did use chopsticks. That was, we got a write in that said my family uses chopsticks. And then I wanted to know like, what do you do after? And I suppose if they if you eat a lot of takeout Chinese takeout yeah this this you have it a all surplus does, yes it all does and mm-hmm. you know we're we're recycling yeah you know maybe that yeah 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 well so now you know the history of our poo knife story yes this poo knife is a tale about a knife that someone made out of poo and now here, oh. have you heard of this. I did hear of a shank in prison. Oh, no, oh my God. That would be another story. They so, let it petrify and then they used it as a weapon. Okay. It's actually interesting. Okay. This is, uh, we're going to put a pin in that. Okay. Wade Davis. So he's this guy that they call like the real life Indiana Jones. He's been telling mm-hmm. this story on, even in like a Ted talk that has like almost 4 million views that he's like telling the story all the time about like the, uh, uh, I guess like human invention, something like that. So he tells the story of this Inuit man who did not want to, he like refused to relocate to a government camp that he was like being pushed into. And so his family was like, 
you know what we're going to do? We're going to take away all of his tools. And then he's going to be compelled to go. And so it was the middle of winter, and this guy was like, fuck you, I'm not going. And so instead, in the midst of winter, he honed his own feces into a frozen blade, and then he used this poo knife to kill a dog, and then used its rib cage as a sled, and then used its hide as a harness, uh, and then attached another dog to it, and then escaped in the middle of the night. And this is like the story that he tells over and over, and he did an interview in 2008 with Discover Magazine, where he said, where they asked him, they're like, is this like a real story? Yeah, right. And he was like, true or not true? It's a wonderful metaphor for the resilience of the Inuit people. And so I'm annoyed. Right. And so people at Kent State University were like, let's study this. Now, mm-hmm. first of all, they wanted to study it. Yes. Why is somebody go like this is this is what this is what we're studying? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. So there his this team over at Kent State University. Um imagine when your parents are like what what are you studying uh, well i'm studying archaeology oh god well that's gonna get you nowhere well what kind of research are you doing uh, research on whether you could cut anything with poo oh lord <laughs> they're like now you're talking and it's like their hard-earned money dollar and dollars going to pay for all these uh, uh, uh units at kent state university <laughs> anyways so they had all of these uh uh grad students who were working on this project and this is the funny part they they had to make it the most accurate as possible so they tried to duplicate an inuit diet which they said was the hardest part so my god so for eight quote very difficult days as they put it the subject subjected himself to a really high fat really high protein diet that mimicked an arctic diet then Mm. they collected all the materials and the researchers mm-hmm. shaped his feces into knives using their hands in ceramic molds. Then they froze the knives. <laughs> ceramic in, molds. Right? Froze the knives okay. in dry ice, which, come on, they didn't have dry ice then, so. Yeah, come on. Come on. Uh, but we're going to eat just like them? Taking some liberties. Yeah, right. right. And they, <laughs> and, and even like the, the researchers were so surprised with how hard it got. And they were like, oh my God, this must, might work. But as soon as they tried to cut the pig hide, they said it melted on contact and it was like, it was like a brown crayon (laughs) (laughs) and it just left nasty skid marks everywhere. This is the quote. Oh my God. Yes. So they sent the, they sent this research over to Wade Davis, who's the uh, real life Indiana Jones guy. And he thought it was a hoax when he was asked to review it for a scientific journal. And so he's quoted as saying, it just seemed beyond imagination from any sort of scientist. I mean, why would you research and fund and exhaust their own time to conduct such an experiment at a time when the Inuits are dealing with such serious issues? Okay. I agree. Okay. Uh, But, or is he just, is he just trying to say, don't do research on the story that I tell all the time? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like if he really feels that way and he's being honorable, that's one thing. But to me, it sounds like he's like, Hey, don't look over here. Look over there. Look, they all need us. We we should focus on that yes. just so he doesn't get exposed as a goddamn fraud. Right? Yeah. So there were also people who pushed back and said that it was a pig hide that was used in the experiment, which is really thick and tough. And the actual yeah. story says it's a dog's hide, which is much thinner. But also... What, but then what? you they said not... somebody escaped from prison with a freaking poo knife. So... No, they didn't escape. Oh, they, no, <laughs> they didn't. This is sent to me from our brainiac, Christy, who said that somebody she knows works at a prison and they discovered a shank that was made through oh. petrified poop. Oh, but I don't know that if, if it were was used for anything or was just, you know, in case of an emergency or something. In case of an emergency! He used his emergency for an emergency? <laughs> oh my god. Well, because you know how, like, the poo in your apartment building, after a while, it became petrified in a way? The po- oh, oh my god. I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> you mean too. in my sink? Where, like, er, sink. That's not where poo goes. In my toilet right now? I was like, what? But yes, the one in the stairwell. Yes. Yeah, like it gets all white and yeah, weird. Yeah, gets crumbly. I have questions. True. Yeah, it does get crumbly. That's like trying to stab something with a butter knife. <laughs> I guess it's better than nothing. Oh my gosh. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, the melting part sounds true. So yes. he needs to answer for that. Yeah, it definitely didn't work. But the fact that scientific journals, there is a part of me that does agree with him saying like the Inuits are dealing with such serious issues. Yeah, I get it. I feel like that across 
all of science for these ridiculous experiments. I'm like, really? Why the fuck are we spending money on this? Well, a lot of times I think it comes down to what can be funded and you have to apply for grants. And if, if some organization thinks what you're doing is beneficial to them or whatever, then you're going to get the money, even if it's not the most important research that could be done. Yeah. So there's a, that's a problem too, you know? Yeah. I don't like What's it. going on over there? Uh, oh, no, I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, I still don't like it. I'm like, because I'm trying to think of like what the argument for researching this would be. Like the process of asking for like, this is also well, how I who, feel about terrible movies that get made. And I'm like, who, who yeah. let Kangaroo Jack happen? <laughs> That's like always the example I use. <laughs> Was it terrible? I don't know. I never even saw it, but I'm like, come on. Talking kangaroo, that has to be terrible. That, that has to be terrible. This from the woman who loves well. Biodome. Mm. Hey, for the record, <laughs> a lot of people responded saying that was an awesome movie. I do not know if it is held up. I'm really worried that to watch it now yeah. and that it's like totally cringe where I'm sure it is because it I'm came sure out in like 1996, which like, you know, doesn't sound good. We've come a long way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like nervous to watch it, but... It's, I was surprised. I was so annoyed at the results of your poll on Instagram when <laughs> you were like, do you guys know about biosphere? And then one of the options was, do you mean biodome? Yeah. And 75% of people said that. And so I wondered, do you think that, that they really had never heard of biosphere or they just thought it was funny to say the other one? Oh, like, do you really think only 25% of our listeners knew I'm gonna what biosphere I'm going to have to do another was? poll. <laughs> I'm going to be like, right. were you doing, but were you seriously. answering, but like, seriously, do you know about biosphere? Yes or no? Like, yeah, yes. that answer do was that. hilarious. And I feel like anytime, a lot of times I put up those, those polls, they're like, so it's so part, funny. It, it cracks me up. I don't know. I just yes. like, well, I just like asking questions that I already know the answer to. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh. No, it definitely made me laugh, but I was also like, wait a minute. Is that, could that be that I'm so old and weird that I care about biosphere and they've never even heard of it? Well, I think because what year did they go into that thing? 91. Okay. So people were just too, yeah, people were too young to really know. I guess know. so. I you guess know? so. Yeah. What's going on it over hurts. there? You mean in my house? Yeah. Is it loud right now? I just hear a little laughter in the background. It might be. It, yeah, it's probably Lincoln. I know. I love him. I heard Adam tell him, like, Mama's going to be recording, but, like, what can you do? It's, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, speaking of Lincoln, that you put up a picture of him the other day, and he, <laughs> I can see the young – I can see him, like, growing up, and I also yeah, hate it. Yeah, it's stupid. Tell him I to hate stop it. it and cut it out, and who gave him permission to do that? It's disgusting. Oh, my like, gosh. Who do you think you are, kid? And I can just see him growing up and, like, how he's going to be – I see the man – like, the man in his face. Oh, and I'm like, ah, no. stop it. Oh. That makes me sick. What is that – I mean, tell me about that feeling. <laughs> I know. Well, I think when you only have one or if it's your baby, yeah. you oh. – yeah. Like there's no replacement. So like if you have more kids, then you have a younger one that can kind of like take yeah. over. Oh. But this is all I got. And that's probably why we, you know, treat yeah. him a lot younger than he is. And he's like very innocent. Oh, keep him like that forever. <clears throat> yeah. God, I love that kid. Yeah. Well, it's he's adorable stupid. and it's so cute and I just love it. Plus it's a reminder of like our inevitable death. Oh God. <laughs> It Don't gets real dark. Me. No joke. <laughs> Don't remember. I mean, I found I I told I have gray hairs now, so you know it's like a, yeah. It, we're, we have one foot in our beer grave. Already. <laughs> <Put> our, <laughs> oh, 
my gosh, this is actually a funny question. Okay, so if you had, if this were like, you know, ancient Egypt and like, you know, say you are like the uh, goddess that you are being buried in one of those fancy burial graves, uh, what yeah. would you bury yourself with? Wine. Wine, but like maybe like what else? You mean like, like besides kind of like fun stuff? Yeah, like what, does so you have to pick like five things you're going to be buried with? I would love some nice jewelry. Oh, God, I love this answer. <laughs> because, see, this is different than Desert Island. Because Desert Island, people go to, like, what's resourceful. This is like, <laughs> you're dead. You're yeah, <laughs> it's the opposite. It's all frivolous. Frivolous. Stuff. You don't even need, yeah. you don't even, ha- like, you're, you don't even need to eat. So, like, whatever. You're drinking <laughs> for strictly pleasure at this point. Yeah, good point. It's the opposite of the Desert Island this. question. What would you put in oh there for God. you? No, you need to pick five. This is so much fun. Five? Well, that's oh what my I said. God. I'm just of this new game that I just made up. Jewelry. <laughs> I would say art. Pretty like yeah, pretty art. art. Okay, okay. I mean, you don't have to do five. You just you know. ooh, and then maybe like a really fluffy bed. Oh my gosh, that is such a good one. <laughs> oh gosh. Mm. Like, what are you going to, that's really good. Cause I think a bed is a way to, the way to go. I mean, you are resting for eternity. Yeah. Right. I mean, you ought to be comfy because like my instinct was to go with hammock, but then I'm like, do I really (laughs) want to sleep? That's the best. That's the best answer possible. (laughs) Like, do I really? A hammock. It feels very me. I, I, this might be because I've been thinking about getting one for my balcony. (laughs) So. Oh my God. I didn't even know you loved hammocks. I do. Oh, I love it. My mom has a, uh, uh, well, at least in her old house (laughs) in Costa Rica, she had a hammock on the front porch that has a nice little, um, netting over it. And I used to sleep out there. Oh, wow. All night? All night long. I love it. The hot Costa Rican air. You know, oh it was really God. just the fear of snakes that would, you know, every now and then drive oh, me back yeah, indoors. Oh, yeah, right. But. Right, because sometimes when people go camping, they do that to, for that reason. So they're not on the ground. Yeah. Oh, little, little. oh God. Right. Oh, my God. It's so gross. So gross. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I was at the, speaking of snakes, I was at the Venice Beach Boardwalk the other day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ren and I went down to the beach. We're like, let's just check this out and see what's happening here. So we were walking down. <laughs> now, we're all maintaining social distancing. We all know about that. We're all wearing masks. Yeah. Well. Oh, oh no. Actually, no, we are not all wearing masks because Ren and no, I did this. We're you like, are. Let, uh, we are. I am. Ren and I are. We were counting because Ren said that. He's like, how many people... Okay, let's count. I would count. say it's 20%. It's 10. We counted. Oh, my God. We're like, let's count how many people and let's count how many masks. About 100 people, 10 masks. Yeah, I believe that. Could I couldn't. And the crazy thing is people are walking around selling masks. <laughs> right. Like, it's not no, like they're no not masks. around. They're around. So yeah. walking down the boardwalk, everybody knows you're supposed to keep six feet away. You know who doesn't know you're supposed to keep six feet away? The guys who want to, you to take a picture with their snakes. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God. Veer to Those the guys are Veer still working left. hard. They are working hard. But I was like, this is not the time to be approaching me for like 1 million reasons. Yeah, right. Yeah. And one I through like 999 are like the snakes you're holding. <laughs> I can't believe was business booming for those guys or was, were they having trouble getting people to do it? Uh, I feel like it's something people run away from anyway. Yeah. Right. I just don't know. It Uh, can't be good for business. I think it's like the, 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 I don't know. Yeah. They, and then they want you to take a, I hate it. It's all bad. I don't like that. I don't (laughs) like anybody who like tries to throw, they did that in Thailand all the time. Remember Mm -hmm. where then they like try to throw the animal on you and you're like, ah, I don't want this monkey on my shoulder. Yeah. Cause then they can be like, wait, you got to pay five bucks or whatever. And like, I don't Mm -hmm. agree with anything that you're doing. So, and I feel bad for the animal. It's terrible. Yeah, and the snakes, <laughs> I mean, is. the last thing I would like, as we learned in our last episode or two episodes ago, the last thing I want is an unhappy snake. And, and exactly. this guy who's been like, you know, wrapped around his arm all afternoon does not exactly strike me as the mellow type. Somebody told me that <laughs> that the snake charmers yeah. in some cultures um, glue the mouths shut. Oh, oh my God. I, blah, blah, blah. I just like, blah, I hate all of this. It gives me the heebie. But how do they things? eat? Well, I have questions. About- don't. Oh, mm. you know how snakes, like they eat one, pu- like the, they, and then they like don't have to eat for a really long time. 
Yeah. Maybe that's it. They just, that's what, they're only staying alive for that length of time. Oh, man. Oh, that's very problematic. I mean, for like, I hope that's, I hope that's not true. Well, I do not have any articles on that. So we're going to need somebody (laughs) to definitely like write in. Yeah, fill us in. What the hell's going on? Yes. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, it's people. I don't understand why you people aren't wearing masks. I know that they suck. I agree. I hate wearing mine. But come on now. Is it terrible that I don't even hate it that much? Well, I'm happy. That's good. I mean, uh, you don't feel um, stifled or claustrophobic? Oh, you mm-hmm. hate this. Yeah. Oh, Suze, I'm so. This is your worst nightmare. No wonder <laughs> really you don't leave is. the house. Oh, my God. I just I realized it. If anybody does not know, Susie has a big phobia of fabric in her mouth. I do. I know. It's I really weird. That. Like if somebody told me you me have upset. to go outside with a balloon material oh, like, yeah. like that, I would be like, fuck no, I'm never leaving the house again. Exactly. Susie, I feel for you. Thank you. And it, because <laughs> like, that doesn't bother me like at all. Yeah, that's now, good. Something I'm so in glad. my mouth I don't like. Right. But I but don't around mind it, okay. the fabric. And in fact, it makes me feel like I don't have to work as hard doing my makeup. You know, it made me think about the Muslim culture where they um, cover and I thought how they always look at Western culture and think, we're not repressed. You guys are. You're the ones that have to show your body and even get surgery to um, lure men. We get to be private and modest. So they don't see it as oppression often. Um, And I was thinking about how when you wear a mask, there is a certain sense of distance that is created by having that on your face between you and whoever you're around, obviously. And I kind of like that. Yeah, I can see why some people would find that liberating. And you know what I just realized just now? Oh, my gosh. Nobody ever recognizes (laughs) me. Yes. I think celebrities are real happy about this. There was one guy at uh, the taco place, and he recognized (laughs) me. But I was, like, fine with it because, it, you know... Ren and, I have been, Ren, have, Ren and I have been looking at a wonderful list that came out of all the restaurants that are black-owned restaurants in Los Angeles. So we found mm-hmm. a badass taco place, shout out to Sky's Tacos, in Marina Del Rey. And so he was one of the employees at Marina Del at the uh, Sky's Tacos, which is going to be our new spot. So he's like Aww, the one person so I was great. like, hell yeah, you recognize me. This is going to be my regular yeah. spl- place. So that yeah, was cool. so not only is it black owned, but they also love the challenge. Yes, I love that. <laughs> that's cool. I was like, this yeah, win win, nice. and their food is good. Win win win. Awesome. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Yeah. I hope people keep doing that. Just do a quick search, see if there's any companies you can support yes. nearby that are black owned. Yes, and all my curly haired <laughs> girls out there, that's a real easy product switch. In fact, I was very mm-hmm. happy to find out the products I was already using were black owned. Yes. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's good. Yes, yes, Yeah, yes. just check it out. See what yes. you can find. I did have to switch up one because it's really it's really unfortunate because the the brand – should I – can I say the brand on here? Why not, right? Yeah. Shea Moisture. Mm-hmm. Boo. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, and the worst is like they have a story on the back. And I've been using this – you know, there were – a long time ago we talked about, um, you know, the website We Buy Black and, and um, you know – switching over products that you can easily switch over and when that was one that i found and i was like oh this is great there are so many wonderful products they're so good and the story on the back is so wonderful and i love it and it's a freaking why don't they like you know we've bought and sold and then now it's a white owned company but they kept the story on the back and i don't like that so i saw this was trending with a lot of um hair care for curly hair or uh, textured hair and people like Carol's daughter, for example, is another one that was founded by a black woman, but then she sold it. And I thought, well, 
That's fantastic business if you create a product and then sell it and make yeah. a great profit yes. on it. Yes. Um, but I guess people feel like once they sell it, then you shouldn't support it anymore. I think so because I feel like okay. the the whole point is that I'm like protesting with my dollar, and I pro- yeah. like said I want my money to go towards a business owner that's a person of color, and I want it to go to a black business owner. <clears throat> so I want I guess to spend I just there w- don't want people yeah. to think that the founder oh, quote unquote sold out. Like totally. I think that's great for her yeah, that she was able I agree. to sell it. Yes. Okay. Good. I totally agree. And I am not mad at the founders of Shea Moisture because oh, I'm yeah. like, Oh okay, yeah, good. you get yours and you like cat. That's the whole point. That's, that's yeah. the, that's the, that's the it's system. The dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. What I'm mad about is the company that bought it, that then still sticks Keeping to the same the... story that makes me okay. go, Oh yeah, I love this product until I find out that. And like, people found, I found out about all the hair stuff when I saw the documentary, Good Hair, that Chris Rock did. Yeah. And they talk about like, they expose like the beauty industry and who owns everything. It's like, what? Well, and I mean, it is common for, in the way that you're saying they keep this story, like they want the perception that this is, you're supporting black community, but you're actually not anymore. And I do not like that. Yeah, Sarah's mad. I'm mad. But an easy search gave me a list of a bunch of really good ones. And yeah, just check that out because like they're the freaking best products I think people people get sad though. Like you know how it is when you get really attached to a product because it works great on your hair or whatever. And then if it gets sold, they're like, oh no. Yeah, but here's the deal. They changed the formula of the Shea Moisture stuff when they sold because the new company used, they kept the name, but they don't have to keep the... Recipe. The, the, the recipe. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and so they change annoying. it. They, use, they do the same thing with wine company, with wineries. Oh. They buy wineries and then like uh, uh, they change So they're just the, paying for the name. For sure. And then okay. people don't even notice that the that it's not as good. But if you if you look and you'll see, you'd be like, hey, this seems different than it used to be. This consistency is different. This smell is different. Blah, 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 blah. Because they swap out the ingredients. Yep. And they get cheaper okay. ones. Yeah. So the OG oh. formulas are really good. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah. I love that. There you go. Um, I hope people leave us a five-star review and also... I can't believe how fast that went by. I know. See, we were having fun. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll have to save those stories for next time. So (laughs) there we go. I guess uh, more important even than the review, I just want people to tell other people, if you enjoy the show, just encourage other people to listen because we just want to keep growing and and doing good stuff. And who doesn't love learning? Come on now. Or <laughs> a good is poo fun. story. Demental. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And then we just pepper in some BM. It's yeah, no big deal. Know. Just pepper in the BM. No big deal. What else? And we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.